normally I'm the one who starts out in a good mood and you are in a bad mood because the technology is really frustrating. But today maybe is swapped. And so hopefully the subject matter of today's episode will pump me up a little bit more. Uh, Thank you guys for listening today to False Expectations with me, Dina. We are back. Also, thank you to, if you were listening to last week's episode, at the end we mentioned that somebody rated us a one star and I was okay with it and Paul wasn't okay with it and the one star has disappeared. I don't even know how that's possible, but I think it's funny and crazy and... Well, you want to know what the best part about that is? It was you? you? No, no, it was not me. (laughs) It was not me, but the best part is you mentioned that at the end of the episode. Mm. So whoever hates this podcast that much listens to the whole thing. It's not even like that you said it in the beginning and they're like, oh, fuck that. I'm getting rid of this. No, they listen to the whole thing. Or they screwed up and they were like, oops. No, or they just feel bad. They're just like, oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. It's interesting that this week's expectation is going to be centered around success because if you follow me on Instagram, Deidre Madnig and not just false expectations, or even on false expectations, I think I mentioned it. Um, you know, my son completed his three-plus-year chemotherapy, which is a success. Um, but I don't know. I've been on, like, such a whirlwind about success and potentially worth uh, over the past week or so. And... I'm, you know, we're five episodes in, so can you deem a podcast successful or not? But if you know me, you know that I am extremely obsessive with performance. Like when I was even like working in marketing, all I did was like check on my campaigns consistently, constantly. And I do that a lot with this because it's my baby and I want it to perform well and Um, I do work hard on it. And God, if I'm not perplexed with the performance of this thing, and I'm not going to say that is a success or a failure yet, I'm still enjoying myself. But it got me really thinking about just success overall. And so the false expectation this week, I think is that maybe the definition or as I look at the definition of success is false. Um, you know, I, I tend to look at or define in my head success as, um, I don't know, I related a lot to money oftentimes or like my pro- like a professional career um as that's the only way that you measure whether you personally are successful and i don't know do, do you guys feel the same way is it is the way that you measure your life's success based on your profession your professional growth how much money you make um 
And it just led me to start really thinking about success in general. So first I looked up what the definition of success is. And I thought that was so interesting because, I mean, obviously if somebody goes up to you and they're like, um, if they ask you how do you define success and you're not being honest, you're going to say like, having a healthy, happy family. Because if you don't say that, you (laughs) look like a monster. But, you know, deep down, if you don't say that as your first answer, then you probably come off a little bit, I don't know what the right word is. But deep down, are, are you internally defining success as what I just said before? Like your profession, your, your, uh, salary. Yeah. I think there's things that, um, we often take for granted and we expect them to just be givens. So like you're talking about like your health and stuff. It's like, yeah, of course, everybody wants those things and everybody wants to, um, have them and, and have good health and have, you know, the job or whatever it may be, or have boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, but yeah, defining success because go ahead with the definition and all that like it doesn't always fit and then also there's so many different ways to be successful in your life it's not just about the profession you know you could just you know learning is part of your success your personal life is part of your success being a parent or just being a good person is part of being successful but I think society and social media and like just you know just all of that pressure just makes you focus on like what you have talked about in the past with keeping up with the Joneses. And that really messes with people. Yeah, I think actually um, for those of you, you know, some people are reaching out and asking me a more more about me. Like how did I get to know me a little bit more and to like dive into that. And so I had said to reference my blog um, and I haven't updated this blog in a really long time but if you want to like know a little bit more about me and how this like false expectation stuff all started i have a blog that's falseexpectations.com i would like scroll down all the way to like the first couple posts um but i did write a post about like keeping up with the joneses and i think what's interesting is that success or the thought about success leads to and i'll get to this later on in the Um, episode comparison um, which then leads to this thought of like keeping up with the Joneses so like I said the first thing that I did probably wasn't the first thing it was maybe like the last thing that I did (laughs) is look up the (laughs) definition of success and the first definition is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose great but to hold up there though because then I would well you were just (laughs) you were just talking about I mean, this podcast and it's your baby and all that. So like based off that defi- definition, the accomplishment of an aim or purpose, are you successful with this podcast? It's so funny because um, my therapist told me that the fact that even there is a podcast is a, su- is a success. Mm-hmm. So yes, but I think as we get further into this my idea or goal with the podcast well read the second um definition so the second definition of success is the attainment of wealth hmm we were just talking about that yeah favor or popularity so that's why i asked that because the even the definition 
of success is like a mind fuck where it's like oh yeah like part of it's like oh like surface it's like oh you did it congratulations but then the second part of it is like well what did it do for you did it gain notoriety did it gain popularity did you make something out of did you get something out of this besides just completing a goal you know so it's interesting because you may say yes to part one but you may say no to part two for now and I think that happens a lot of times in life. Well, it, it, um, God, I'm like drawing a blank, but what you were saying before about how there's so many different, um, ways of being successful, like you have professional successes, educational successes, personal successes. Do you define yourself as successful if you hit only one of those? Do you only define your success, yourself successful if you hit all of them, like an area in all of them? Like, how are you, falsies, defining yourself <laughs> as successful? Or are you not? And is that detrimental to the like way that you feel um, in and out of every day? Um, I think also, like, with... You know, depending on, like, you know how we were talking about, like, age a couple, I don't know what episode that was, that was, like, two or three. But I think at some points of your life, you look at different things um, with more importance. So you mm. may look at, like, professional, to and that dominates your life. Or then the personal, or the education, like, whatever it may be. Whatever part of your life, but where you're at in your life dominates that. So that's where, like... That's where we're all human and our brains just kind of stick in that area of maybe success or lack thereof and we either are living in it or we're dwelling in it, like in that and it it's living just, in it or dwelling on it. Yeah, and that's where, you know, people get moody and up and down and all that crazy stuff. That's going to be our first t-shirt. What? Living in it or dwelling on it. <laughs> sure. Well, I'm just telling you. Okay, you're telling me. Um So something that maybe might be helpful for you guys to think about if you ever get stuck in, and I totally, I will not be the person, like I saw this on Instagram the other day, Um, there's a guy that I follow, I don't remember his last name, his first name's Gary, and now I feel horrible because I love him so much, but... Gary V? No. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Gary Delabate? book no but anyway he said the basis of what he posted was like stop fucking posting all these quotes who are you why are you why is everybody suddenly like uh like you're fucking a philosopher yeah yeah (laughs) um and i despise that and i don't want to be that and i don't want this podcast to be that the purpose of this podcast is for me to be talking about my opinion on expectations that have turned out to be false for me um and to have that conversation with all of you but i'm thinking that if you guys ever get down or feel like you're not successful you're not a success you've never had success there's some buckets that i think maybe you guys can start thinking about because uh you've had a moment of success or times or anything in your life and so some of them like i was saying before professional if you fucking got a job (laughs) you're successful so like at some point in your life if you got a job that's successful 
Um, if you get a promotion while you're at that job, if you get a raise while you're at that job. I mean, there's other things that happen at jobs. Or you just do it well. You're good at your job. Yeah, whatever it is. I think there's so much bullshit around like people not... What if you just like your job? Yeah, and regardless what it is, whether it's like, you know, jobs that, you know, whether you're like an NBA player or you're... I don't even want to name another job that is like lower level because... Everything like one thing that I've learned in this ep- epidemic uh, pandemic uh, is you know e- everything has its purpose and ev- you know everything is important and everyone is important and everyone's job is important you know the whole I- I'm getting sick of hearing essential workers but like th- you know there are people out there that if they're not doing what they're doing and we take them for granted but if they're not doing it we wouldn't have made it this far throughout this whole ordeal yeah. And that's a success. And that's, you know, and like just for them in general, like regardless of who you are and what you're doing, just if you have pride in yourself and your job and you're kicking ass at it, like that's amazing. Oh, my God. A, also, I wish I was you because I've I just wish I was you. But I will say my favorite job that I ever, ever had is I worked at a dry cleaner Mm -hmm. And like it was like a rite of passage. And this every... is like at a teen as a teenager. Yeah. Like a I was long, like long time. Fifteen. <laughs> or maybe younger. And I loved it. And I my favorite part was you like there were sometimes actually when people would give you clothes that had a- their actual shit on it. So I didn't love that part. Cause that's <sighs> despicably disgusting to think that anybody else should clean that yeah. for you. But anyway, you get the clothes and then you get this tag and you get a stapler. I'm so weird with like office supplies. I really like off like good office supplies. And you get like a hand stapler and you staple the tag. Did the click do something too for you? Like just loved the click. And then I also liked like pushing the button for the the clothes to come down the thing and like handing them to the person and ripping the ticket off the plastic. I am great at a at a cash register. Um, and then on Thursday nights, um, they were open one hour later and they, the owners would buy you dinner if you worked Thursday night. So I liked that too. Cause I would get like Chinese food or like a turkey sandwich with Russian and coleslaw and a knish. Nice. And I really liked that job. So talking about like different tiers of jobs. Um, so that was a huge success for me. Um, I don't know. I also put a bucket of like educational, which is funny because there's nothing that I hate more than school, but people love school and I went to school. And if you graduate from like graduation feels great. I remember my eighth grade graduation. I remember my high school graduation, college graduation. I'm sure if you get a master's, that feels amazing. Even if it doesn't feel amazing, that's a successful if you get your phd if you're writing papers if you're getting your doctorate like even if you're getting you're working and you're getting different certifications and stuff like success yeah just the idea of learning is success like that's something where you know i think me and you talk about that a lot just like trying to learn something new each day and like that in itself is a success. Like if you could just pull something out of the day where it's like, oh, you know, I didn't know that before or just watching something or reading something and gaining knowledge, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. Like I've been reading that Jim Crow book since March. Right. Um, nowhere near done. But every time I pick it up again, like I feel, I feel honored to have learned that 
knowledge to gain that knowledge and then also a little bit stupid for going so long without knowing it yeah um because i was gonna say like yeah reading a book like that's a success like there's just different levels and then i don't know if the argument is that this next tier of success is the most important but there's personal success you fall in love you have a like the best best friendship you find a new friend you find a life partner you create a family you buy a house you moved you i don't know you bought a boat you got a jet ski you took a trip that you always wanted to take uh you bought got a pool my mom wanted a pool for 20 years and every person said to her like you're never gonna get a pool and they're so expensive i don't know why i changed my voice to like a 1920s news anchor or like baseball (laughs) caller but i did that twice so far um and then she like finally put her pool in like there's so you got a dog you got a bird you got i hope you didn't get a bird you get a fish like (laughs) There's different, you watch your kid do something. That's successful. And that all comes down to that first definition where it's like accomplishment of an aim or a purpose. You you put a goal down, you want to do something, you want to have something, you want to be something, and forget about the second part of it with the attainment of wealth, favor, popularity. But like everything that you're saying and a million of other things like can, you know, prove that, you know, everybody is successful. But I... The thing that I make think that makes this episode so interesting is, you know, going through life, you you just end up not feeling that way. And that's the false expectation. There's so many things that can knock you down where it's important to look at yourself and 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 look at your look at the positives. And well, that's what I was gonna say is like owning or measuring your own success when it doesn't fit into the definition that like we've learned about and this is the piece that falls into that comparison i think um which we'll get into in a little bit i actually think no i'm not gonna get into that yet (laughs) think about uh like as you're growing up and if you're a parent now like you're telling your children and your parents were telling you follow your dreams you can be anything that you want to be when you grow up do we equate that to success and also watching not just your family but the people that you're surrounded with as you grow up what they're doing as they grow up do you equate that to success and then when you grow up and your life doesn't exactly mirror what you saw or expected then do you doubt your own life's successes like were you taught that and this like falls into like risk a lot which is something that risk also which we talk a lot about a lot um on this podcast that i'm very risk averse mm-hmm. um you know were you in a family where it was like you go to college then you get a job then you do this then you you get married you buy a house you have a kid like if you don't do all of those things all of them In the right order, at the right time, do you then look at yourself and you're like, I'm not a success? Right. Um, I wonder how many... Well, there's a couple of things because, you know, we're parents and, you know, just telling your kids to follow your dreams. So 
that's an interesting one to me. And I'm all about that, like 100%. But I wonder, like, how how many um, people or how many kids, like, as they grow up, and you can even think about yourself, how many uh, dreams did come true? And does that bite, like, or does that eat at you, like, at some point, somewhere in your brain where you're like, ah, it, like, it didn't turn out exactly, like, how I want, like, I'm doing this job, but I really wanted to do this. So that's a scary thing to even think about, too, is like, you know, yeah, go, go follow your dreams. You could be whatever you want. Is that really well, true? I, well, I wonder two things about that. One is if you did grow up in a family where you were, where your parents said that to you, I wonder how many parents um, meant it when they said something like that. And if the inference of that was taken by the child and they were like, <laughs> my parents doesn't really mean that. I think that changes as you get older. I think you tell like a five-year-old, you can be whatever you want. And oh, then when maybe. you're like 16, 17, 18, and They're you're, like, you're going to be a teacher, like later in high school or not. Yeah. Like whatever. You're going like, to be a teacher. You're going to be a doctor and be a lawyer because yeah. they're, or you're going to college and you're going to, you got to follow this track. Yeah. And if you don't do that, then it's like, Oh no, what? What, what are it, they going to think of me? And then am I not successful? Mm-hmm. And also um, something that we were listening to a podcast today. If you guys have heard of, I don't know who, what he is, Lex Friedman. He's a scientist. He's a scientist. He's very smart. Um, he was saying like um, the upbringings where the child was actually like do whatever you want like go to college don't go to college and that was actually um finessed is the wrong word I don't know what the right word is that I'm thinking about but like it actually like oh you don't want to go to oh you want to like open a business selling like microphones obviously I'm very creative because the first thing I'm looking at is a fucking (laughs) microphone yeah, like, let's do that. I'm going to help you do it. Like, the upbringings like that are really interesting. Like, I wonder what the success rate. Yeah, uh, that's like what I was saying before, where it's just like, well, how, how how, many people does that actually happen to? And how many people actually are in that situation? Because I think, you know, you want, you know, our parents, other people's parents, you know, they want what's best for you. And they, the I feel like the less risk involved, like, go get a good job, make money. And you'll be happy. You'll be happy. Trust me. You'll be happy. You'll have money. You could do this. You could do that. And that's not always the case. And then a pandemic hits and you lose everything. (laughs) Well, not not everything. I'm not saying we lost everything. Anyway, so, so I think a lot of that happens. And then that leads to, in my opinion... um comparative behavior and so you might not something that's interesting that I was thinking about when like pulling together um this episode is you might be measuring your success based off of someone else's goals you might not have like sat down you don't have to sit down but like thought about like this is the goal for my life And then you're judging your success based on that goal that you set for yourself. Instead, you are living your life and looking around at the Joneses and trying to keep up. And that is probably the case for me. And it's so easy to do nowadays with social media. It's so easy to do. For me, I was comparing myself and I... 
it's a constant growth exercise, comparing myself to my family, comparing myself to my friends. Um, and if, in my opinion, I didn't compare in all facets, for me, it, st- it 100% started at like, they make more, this X person makes more money than me. But then it leads to other things too. This person has a bigger house than me. This person lives in a better town than me. This person has two kids. This person has three kids. They go on vacation three times a year. These people do this. These people eat dinner at a table every single night. We never eat dinner at a table every single night. These people have Sunday pancake day. Every Sunday they make pancakes together and they smile and giggle and they put it all over Facebook or Instagram. Um, It's not... I mean, you can, everybody does it. And to your point at the beginning of this, that social media, and I think media in general, really amplifies everybody's want to keep up with the Joneses. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're right with the media. You, put, you watch a commercial, like you're, any, anything on TV, and then the commercials come on. You know, the house that the family's living in. There's like a Geico, you know the Geico commercial where... They're talking about like fencing and their neighbors are fencing and stuff. And like they're talking, oh, we just we just moved into this. The house is like sick. It's mm. like it's spectacular. And I it's still like, don't get the why are the people in their house fencing? Yeah. Well, they have a fencing problem. It's it's the wordplay. But uh-huh. but I get it because fences aren't usually in your house. So yeah, I like the clogging one. Better. Yeah, I do too. But, <laughs> but anyway, the whole idea is everything is oh, whatever your eyes are always seeing perfection mm. everywhere they look especially when it's on a screen yeah and like i could be sitting in a home a nice clean space i have a family i have food on my table and i'm thinking to myself about any of my friends or family that has a different life than me. I'm not going to say a better life than me, but a different life than me. But you know and what? Not even friends or family. You're talking about like random people too that you like may follow. It's people oh, that aren't even sure. a part of your life. For sure. And I'm like, but what am I even good at? I'm not even good at anything. I say this to a friend of mine a lot. I've never been successful or I'm not successful. And it's, it's hard. And there's two thoughts to this whole comparative thinking or um, comparing yourself to others, which is comparing yourself to others will continue to push yourself for more. So that feels like a positive to, you know, making comparisons. And I'm sure that's true depending on your personality, that it could be good to continue to push yourself. Um, But also comparing yourself will distract you from your own goals. So this is what I was talking about before, which is, are you measuring your success based on your own goals or based on people around you and their lives? And society's expectations. That is the biggest false expectation for yeah. me. The house, the two kids, the dog, the, you know, the, the, the just the, all the stereotypical bullshit. You have to have dinner every single night together. You have to cook the meal together. You're yeah. giggling and laughing. <laughs> you're, what's with the giggling? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's always giggling. Oh, um, <laughs> and so I do wonder, 
And I would like to give this, because I'm going to do this this week too, because I think that it's a big part of my like highs and lows, which is what are my life's goals? And am I making, and am I measuring my own success based on everybody that's around me? And let's face it, like it is hard. It is hard to... feel like you have to keep up when you personally could be going through a shitty thing or you, you know, are trying your hardest and you just can't keep up. Yeah. And so it is, I think, really important to keep, to keep going back to the goal that you're setting for your, your personal self. And I think it's also important to, and this is a hard one for me, and I'm definitely not trying to push this on people because I'm not a preacher, but like money is not the only measurement of success. It's not. And I think it's really important to like for that to just like be a mantra if you do struggle with that. Yeah, it it's hard though. Um, and I'm just going to play devil's advocate with you here. Like, it, not that it's not, you're, you're 100% right, but how we live, like how people live in this country, you, you need money to do things. And yeah, you we can, were just talking about this the other day. And it limits, you know, the amount of money you have will either limit what you can do or it will allow you to do a, 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 a myriad of, of, of things like you could do whatever you want uh, and it's you know it's tough because it's hard to not put money and success together even though you may have like let's just say you know you're you're working at your you know it's funny that you say your favorite job was you know you know stapling tickets to dry cleaning mm-hmm. and but the, but you spent your life working so hard to become a marketer, advertising, whatever the hell you did, you know? I walked around the city, like, with a coffee in my hand. Yeah, just, like, looking up at the building saying, oh, my God, this is great. So glamorous. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, but anyway, it's just, inter- you know, but the value in the job doesn't fit what you want to do in life. So, if like, if you want to, tr- like, you can't have it all. And that's the hard thing, too, because everyone's trying to have it all. But unfortunately, unless you're the person who owns that stapler and owns that store, chances are you're not going to be able to do all the things that you want to do in life or have all the things you want to have. Yeah, it's interesting. Depending on the way that you define success, um, it's so interesting because money and success mask what you were saying before. A lot of insecurities and they maybe mask happiness like the whole thing about and i'm not wanting this all to be about money but the whole thing that like money can't buy you happiness is so true it may mask your unhappiness yeah, it'll keep you busy you'll be able to experience exactly and do, you'll it'll be able you to busy. do things um you know you'll it'll make you happy in little moments yeah and but at, you know at the end of the day you're still going to come back from whatever you're doing and you're going to be in your own in your in your own feelings and you're going to have to you're going to have to 
you're going to have to deal with it at some point. Yeah. Whatever those insecurities are. And what's interesting is if the way that you're measuring success is masking your happiness, are you successful? Because isn't happiness the greatest success? Yeah, and are are we living to be happy? That's something that I think about all the time. Like, are we living to be happy or are we just, you know, how many of us, and I, you know, if we're really honest with ourselves, how many of us are just, you know, it, it's a day-by-day thing. Like, you just, you know, you get by, you go to work, and are you truly happy at work? Are you truly happy with the person you're with? Are you truly happy with the situation that you're in? Are you... Are you happy with where you live? Do you want to go and do something completely different? And those are things, you know, it's hard. And it's hard to be, like, it's hard to be happy sometimes too because you, you know, you are looking around and and doing the comparison thing that you're talking about. But it all comes down to, for me, just like, you got to be honest with yourself. And yet, because if you're not honest with yourself, you're never going to be successful. You're never going to get what you want. And you got one shot to get it. That's the, you know. You got one opportunity. Yeah. What I was going to say, is that like victory. It's like, like a fucking Eminem song or something. Oh, <laughs> is it? Yeah, I thought From that 8 Mile movie? Yeah, I thought it was Victory where like Buster Rhymes is on the like eagle or whatever, or the dragon in the beginning. Oh, and he's God. like, ah! Yeah, yeah, that's what he was doing. <laughs> he was doing that. Oh, um, man. So, I don't think that we touched a lot on like, the keeping up with the Joneses piece, but I'm trying. I'm. I feel like I spend a lot of these episodes a little bit negative, and so I want to be a little bit more positive in this episode. Which is, if you, which is, for me, I'm like trying to think of the way to like get to it, but whatever. Which is for me to say that. If you are in this constant battle of like trying to keep up with the Joneses, maybe think about it like this, which is you are somebody's Jones. And what the fuck does that mean, Dina? That means that while you're looking out the window at your neighbor or your sibling or any or your coworker wanting their life, they or somebody else is looking out their window at your life. And so you're never going to really know who the Jones is. So just remember that there's. We all feel this way. And some like you, you, like you said, you won't know who it is, but someone is looking at you and looking, looking up towards you. Yeah. And not to, you know, and it shouldn't make you feel, it's not like a, uh, like a pompous thing or anything like that, but it, it's nice to know that. You know, I think everybody has these feelings. Yeah. Um, And something that I think that we were hitting on before is... I was saying that it's probably important to look back at your own personal goal and make sure that you're measuring your success based on the goal that you're setting versus looking at somebody else. And so it makes me think... That if you are not doing constant self-reflection and you're not a self-reflective person and you're not constantly trying to evolve, um, will you ever be successful? Something that you pointed out to me 
um, while we were working through this is, and I'm not even going to say, because like there's, there's a lot of reasons why I have you in my life, but one of them is that you help me um, not say things that will mortify me, make me mortified, more, I'll be oh, mortified. <laughs> I will be mortified. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> but Winston Churchill, is that the right name? Well, I was going to say, I love looking at famous people or, um, or you know, I'm air quoting right now, successful people, the way they define success. Mm-hmm. And I would like to read these to you. Okay. And then you just go with it. Is it Winston Churchill? What do you think? <laughs> and more importantly... No, 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 don't. Who is Winston don't Churchill? Don't ask me that. Bes- <laughs> the only thing you know about the name Winston is from uh, that Jack Whitehall show where his dad <laughs> named the the little dummy doll. guy, the doll, yeah. named him Winston after Winston Churchill. That's the only thing I think you know. Um, so if you had to guess, let's have a little fun here. What? Who is he? Where is he okay. from? First, I will say that I will not continue watching this show, but I tried <laughs> yesterday watching The Crown. Um, you cannot convince me to watch it. I will not watch it. This mm-hmm. is the second time I tried. Um, but I'm pretty sure that Winston Churchill was in it. Could that be? Yes. Okay. So I have no idea. Still have no idea. Um. <laughs> was he somebody like big in the UK or something? Yeah, during World War II. Like he, a, during World War like II, a he leader? was. Yes. yes was he yeah. be- better? A better guy than, than the royals? Like, was he higher up than them? Well, the royals are, they don't really do anything. No, but at that time, did they? Yeah, so this is during World War. So it was, you know, you had FDR here, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Uh-huh. Uh, you had, and Stalin and and Churchill mm. against, you know, trying to fight off Hitler to make sure that, you know, the world is the way it is. You know, Got it. Saving the world. So... I guess I'll start with him, you know, mm-hmm. the, the guy that you love so much, mm-hmm. uh, Winston Churchill. Winnie. So, yeah, good old Winnie. Um, he said... Where um, did he go by Stun? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, think he, I think he went by Churchill. Okay. I think most people just said Churchill. Okay. Um, success is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. If that shit doesn't blow your goddamn mind... <laughs> Do you even, are you even thinking about it? Like, let's think about that again. Success is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. I think that that is so interesting because failure, um, everybody looks at, including me, I continue to look at it as a negative. And I'm not saying that you can constantly fail and like your life's going to be fine. If you don't fail, you're not growing. Because if you're only doing things that you're comfortable with, you don't grow. Well, it's the same. That's the way that I feel about, um, what's that word with an A that I talk about a lot? If you haven't been. Oh, boy. Dead air. air. Here we go. No, we got to do it. We got to do it. (laughs) I, I said that my grandpa faced a lot of. Adversity? Adversity. So if you haven't gone through adversity or failure in your life. How do you grow? I agree with that. But I will say that it's very hard to be enthusiastic when you're continuing to fail. That's the part where this quote is, that's the amazing part of this quote is like being able to stay enthusiastic throughout it all. Yeah. And remembering that, you know, 
going through this life that we have, you should be enthusiastic. Even though you're going from failure to failure, you got to be enthusiastic because this is it. Like you gotta, you gotta make it. You gotta make the best of it. This is gonna sound really cheesy, and and I'm gonna just use Peloton because that's the source that. Um, that's the bike that we have. Yeah, Dina's name on Peloton is uh, Winston Churchill. Uh, <laughs> it's Stun. <laughs> yeah, Stun Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> My name's actually D Germ, which is really hard. But if you want to find me and be friends, I'm happy yeah. to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on Peloton, they. Where the fuck was I going with this? I don't know. Damn. Something about Peloton and success and enthusiasm Uh, something that they say a lot um depending on who the instructor is is you i'm not using the word privilege because i think it's fucking overused just like normalize um you are lucky that you have feet and you can walk you are lucky that you have a body that's able to just like sit on a bike and so that is also a type of success is to like you have this body you have this brain you are alive yeah you're lucky you're you 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 should be happy that you're like this is going completely off but i think that there's like like a one in like there's like a one in billions chance of you like being being born number one Mm. but then like you're 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 a human being like think about like what we get to do on this earth compared to anything else on this earth it's it's a pretty spectacular thing so you know getting real this is getting all real weird now and stuff and all philosophical but you know sometimes you got to think about these things when you're feeling like shit and you you know you know things aren't going that great but like sometimes you got to take it down the basics and just be like damn like take it down to nature and just like well we're at least at least I'm uh, top of the food chain. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, but I completely understand what you're saying. And look, I think that obviously, and I'll get into this more when we do an episode on like how really false expectations launched in my brain. But I think about, and like this is just me trying to define this like philosophical place that we're going or this like existential yeah very low level philosophical place (laughs) totally which is fine because i don't need no more than that but um the reason this podcast launched is because i like to think and talk out loud about not um fitting into this like box that I feel like is pushed on me personally in several different outlets that I am exposed to on an everyday basis. And so um, today I'm we're talking a little bit differently and trying to help everybody feel a little bit more positive. That's not to say that like two hours before that I was in a fucking terrible mood. To, yesterday I hadn't showered in two days. So like I get it, but I'm just... I want to try and help anybody who's ever feeling in a rut like I do sometimes and feel like the expectation that I had about like my adult life and like being successful and having X, Y, and Z isn't always met. And there's ways that I can work through readjusting the way that I'm thinking. And also hoping that while you're listening to this, maybe 
you're having the conversations in your own head while we're talking right now yeah. to help just feel better. Like, and just not just this topic, but any topic. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, I think one thing that me and you do really well together is we have these conversations and we always feel better after we talk. Yeah. And it's important. And sometimes. Except when pe- we fight, then we don't talk. Yeah, we yell. No, then we just don't talk. Yeah. Well, whatever. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now you did it to me. Now I don't know where I'm going. But any, um, let's do another quote, and if okay. it comes back, I'll interrupt you again. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. So Maya Angelou, famous uh, poet, writer, you know, um, amazing stuff. She said her outlook on success was liking yourself, liking what you do, and here's the best part, and liking how you do it. Go with that. I was just shaking my head because... That's the fu- that I think is the hardest way to like self if you're self regulate self regulating or self evaluating sorry um if you have the ability to say that you like yourself if you like the person that you are that's amazing right like how proud or how how that's like the highest success i think because i think that's the hardest um everything will fall in place too probably if you like yourself yeah it's just that is phenomenal and i uh, like applaud you and i'm not saying i don't like myself but there's definitely days when i don't um but then it's important not just for you but just in general if there's things that you don't like like you talked about writing things down or thinking about it like well how do you make that change yeah like attacking the problem is the first step like trying to figure it out yeah you know and the next thing which is hard also in my opinion which is liking what you do and um i know that we talked about this on the careers one the careers episode but i'm in the next couple episodes going to be having um an expert on about this and so i'm really interested to see if there's like pointers on like how to get there how to get to the place where you like what you do if you don't have the means to just like launch it on your own kind mm-hmm. of thing Um, but I think the last part of this maybe is like most important, which is liking how you do it. Like you said in the beginning of this, when I was going through that, like bucket list of you can measure success based on professional, blah, 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 blah. And you said, what if you're just like good at it? Like if you like how you are performing at something whatever you're doing, that's so success. That's like such success because I can only assume that it's not just me that spends many a day negatively attacking myself on like, why did I do it that way? Why did I say this word? Why did I write that word? Why did I use this color? Why did I not speak up more? But if you're sitting in your own work and you're, proud of it and you there's you just like did it how fucking awesome is that yeah yeah and then just you know knowing that you're doing right by other people or like just liking like how you do something like i'm a teacher so the way i do it um you know i feel very very happy about the way that i go about my job Mm. um but you can use it in the other buckets too but there were you if you 
like the way that you wrote a paper for school. Like you like handed in a yeah. paper and you were like, that was the fucking best paper I ever wrote. Or the way you interact with other people. The way that you, you, you think, I mean, unless you're an asshole, which is also like a, an episode that I want to do is like yeah. thinking that you're great, but you're actually an asshole. The expectation that you're great, but you're actually an asshole. Or someone thinks you're an asshole. Or like more <laughs> than one person. Yeah. Guys, like just tell me if you would like to hear that out in an episode. Um, if you think that you are a great partner, a great mom, like you're doing those things right. You're a good friend. Like how fucking awesome is that? Um, and so I'm going to end with this because I don't want to. Like you're going to talk about the Covey thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. So first and foremost, maybe, you know, I know that it's time consuming to listen to podcasts. So maybe not as soon as you're done with this, but like maybe this week take some time to like define what success means to you maybe take some time this week to write down like what were your goals by the time you were x age personally don't think don't let other people clutter your brain um and this is a little bit morbid but maybe we should all do it um which is in steve steve covey's seven habits of a successful person yeah something like that it's an orange or red book if i'm not mistaken um he says eulogize yourself and that sounds morbid but in that eulogy you'll self-define what you deem to be successful and then after you do that live that and what's so interesting is when i started to think about that the first thing that came to my mind was motherhood and um which is so full circle because in the beginning of the episode, I was like, oh, I like always measure success based on like uh, yeah. wealth. That Yeah, it was all monetary, right. Um, but if I were to begin my eulogy, like the first thing that comes to mind is Jackson and like making sure that I've done the right, like done, just uh, done right by him. And so I think that's so interesting. I would love to hear what you guys think. Um and I don't know this episode like I started off in a bad mood and I'm ending on a high and I feel really good and because we like we recorded a conversation about it and it feels good to just kind of talk yeah it does and so thank you guys for listening don't forget to follow on Instagram false expectations pod um you can start following us on Twitter I'm gonna like start figuring out a Twitter strategy because I think um that is the place where I should live most, but we'll see. It's false, the letter X, pod. Um, download, rate, review, share. Send me a note. Um, write some comments underneath our posts, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.